Welcome to the Viewing Center, everyone. I'm Tega, joined by Edmund Oris today. Oris, how are you doing? So, Tega, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm well, well, I'm a champion, so, you know, every, everywhere, is, everywhere is good. Everywhere is good. I, I, I was going to get into that. I think you enjoyed your week. I, it's been the La Liga champion. I think that was going to come. Obviously, it was obvious. Real Madrid has been poor, and there's no like any good team that could challenge you guys. And why Atletico are pretty close? So the, why you why you why you put it like it was? We were consistent. We was Atletico put up a fight. A fight. It was, it was close at some point, but ultimately, Lionel Messi and Barcelona always come true. Yeah, I mean, it was not to diminish any. Any of your good form, good form, I think it's, it's a very hard one to win a league and you guys have achieved that. So, um, congratulations on that part. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Since we've, we started with Barcelona, let's actually start the show with uh, talking about uh, Manchester United versus Chelsea that happened on Sunday evening. How did you see the game? Funny game. Somebody on, on Twitter called it the Battle of Bastards. And I actually <laughs> found it very funny and very apt because I think it's actually very correct. These are two clubs that formerly used to be big teams. And I, I, I said, I said that if in previous years this fixture will probably would have been the title decider. Yeah. Because, but now it's, uh, it's it felt like the top four decider and it still did not live up to the billing. It was poor. It was terrible. It was the only, the only good part of the game was the beginning. You get that? Then yeah. every other person, I was watching the game and I was thinking, what's happening? Yeah. I can't I call think... two. I cannot, I cannot call two or three players that will get into the Barcelona's team or the Real Madrid team as of now, even as poor as Real Madrid are. Maybe only Eden Hazard and I, I wanted to call David De Gea, but we saw the blunder he committed. Yeah. You get so who again? Pogba will not bench Casemiro. He will not bench Cruz or Modric on their day. He will yeah. not bench Busquets. He will not bench Rakitic. Okay, maybe maybe Otto, but that's argued because when they played, Otto was class. So it, it's just poor. It's just poor. Iguain was just straight offside time and time again. It, it, it's like almost like it was. It was looking for. He wanted to set records for who could who could stay outside more. In the game. <laughs> Lukaku too was was William was just Kante was losing the boy. Every 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 everything everybody just felt just felt like they were underperforming. Okay, maybe only a Kovacic. Kovacic, I think Kovacic had a good game. Hazard had few few patches, but I beg one one was a fair result, Jerry. Yeah, I think result. I think I think it was. They were both very poor. Um, it was just an evidence of these two teams because I'm I'm actually a Chelsea fan. I think it was just an evidence of these two teams are very poor. And in fact, every every team battling for the top four now: Tottenham, Arsenal, Man U, Chelsea. I think all the four teams are pretty inconsistent and especially Mayu and Chelsea. It was just and it's just an evidence that these two teams were were very poor. And in fact, I don't think any of them really wanted to win that game. It was just okay, let's just try, make sure we don't lose so we can still be in the battle for the top four because let's it almost it almost feels like it almost feels like they are they don't want to qualify for the competition. They are afraid of qualifying for the competition. I don't just understand. Because think, something I'm lost, yeah. has now lost. This is the opportunity. Somebody should just Take the win. You get the place for ninety-seven minutes, but they could have played for two more hours, and nobody would have scored. It's I, I, terrible. Yeah. I just think, I just, I just think it's just an evidence that these teams are not 
Earlier this season, they are not just re- they are not just ready to to re- to, re- to really play. Maybe next season they will come back better with better ideas, and maybe they they have a lot refreshed. of work, a lot of exactly work a lot of rebuilding to do. So I saw Dramatas go. I started I actually caught up with the game in the second half because I kind of slept through the first half. I didn't see the game throughout the first half, so I started the second half and I saw the goal. I saw Dramatas go, which was my youth first goal, uh, first goal from open playing about um I think six hours or so. That was been nine hours. Yeah, it was that, that. It was their last goal. Their last goal in open play was in April. I think April, first week of April when they played Wolves. So yeah. that's a long time. That's a long time. Then we saw. Then we also saw the game making some mistake. I I don't know. Now I've never been on the camp that I, I don't want to sound harsh or sound biased, but I've never been on the camp that they get the best goal in the world just because he makes good saves. But I feel most of these saves come to him directly, and he knows that to turn a simple save into a dramatic save. And I feel it's now. I feel now that that his defense, now that his defense is now not really helping him. Now it's it's kind of being exposed, and he's on a bad run of form. I don't know what you feel about the gears form at the moment. Well, I kind of feel for him honestly. I feel bad for him because he's a world class goalkeeper, definitely top three in the world. Yeah. Regardless of you get, but I've, I've not just been on the. I've, my my own issue with him was I know that he's good, but with the kind of footballing ideas that I have, I'm a Barcelona fan. I like my goalkeepers to be able to play out from the back. If yeah. I'm to pick, I will pick many other goalkeepers before him. Forget it. He has good reflexes. He get good yeah. shot stopping abilities, but his, his leg work is not so good. But uh, he has been terrible. He was at fault for Sané's goal. He was at fault for Messi's goal. Messi's second goal. I even think. Everton. Yeah, I even think the Silva's goal terrible. was also at fault for it against Manchester. Uh, yeah, because he had, he had, he had, I think he wasn't blocked, and he had the chance to actually stop. To, uh, it was, it was, but, but Silva, it was. I, I can't really blame him for that because. Number one, Luke Shaw was there, so I'm sure it was it was gambling on Luke Shaw. But he had a lot and of has, they still had space. It wasn't like it was totally blocked from seeing the ball. Okay, but that's arguable. That's arguable. Yeah, but, but yeah, something that's... is something is clearly wrong. Maybe yeah. there are reports that he's asking for um Alexis Sanchez's wage, something yeah. of that. Yeah, he, he deserves it. He deserves it. Before he signs a new contract, and I don't know, I don't think Real Madrid want to buy him anymore. Abi. I don't know, I, I don't think it's. it's, it's I, don't, I don't think they don't want to buy him because he then likes uh, Keonavas. Yeah. Why is not even playing again, Seb? You get so I don't think yeah. so. I don't, I don't see which big club wants to buy him. Which I think PSG, PSG will be it. PSG will, will most likely be interested in him. But so, but okay, yeah, that that has a possibility. But there've not been any reports that they're approaching him yet now. Yeah. 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 So, so it's difficult to say. Okay, maybe yeah, he move out of Manchester United is what is distracting him. You get, yeah. it's just very uncharacteristic of him because he's always so reliable. For for many years, he has been their shining light and their sound up performance. So to watch him just capitulate and be handing goals to open it like Santa Claus is just, <laughs> it's just, it's just out of this. Well, let's talk about um, Mourinho now. Was because Mourinho said finishing second with this Manchester United team was like his biggest achievement. Do we, do we think? And when he said it that time, I think everybody all laughed like Mourinho is being crazy. He has won the Champions League with Porto. He has won the Champions League with Inter Milan. He has won so many league titles with Chelsea. Um, but him saying finishing second is with Manchester United is kind of his his biggest achievement. And we all laughed at it, but was it right all along? What do you think? Uh, what I t- personally, when when Moreno made that statement, I found it very funny. I was one of I I used I when I initially when I heard it, I was laughing. I was like the great Moreno that has won 
league titles in Spain, in England, in Italy. Yeah. And we all know how he always brags about you get. So when yeah. I heard that finishing second, I was like, ah, what's this? Well, I think in recent weeks now, in recent weeks, a lot of things have actually come to light. And you see that what he was saying was not so far from the truth because exactly. the team is just piss poor. The team, the team is just mediocre. It's not up to the standard of Manchester United. But then again, to be to, to, to give credit to the to Manchester United, most of the players or a couple of them were bought by Mourinho. So what 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 are we talking about? Because Pogba he bought Pogba, he bought Matic, he bought Fred, he bought Sanchez, he bought he bought what did he buy again? He bought yeah, that, he, he Lukaku, I guess. He bought Dalot, he bought Lukaku. You were already counting six, seven players, and none of them have lived okay, except Pugba, let's exclude Pugba. The rest of them are, have been have been mediocre. Matic was good for a season, and then he has come back to the regular default Matic. It's not just been up to the standard of Manchester United. So for him to say it was it was a good achievement because with this team, it's difficult to see them how, how they were second. So I think Moreno was the only one that would have been able to do that, but 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 they have. We're just going to see the same thing that social has a lot of work to do. A lot of people have to leave, and he yeah. has to get in a lot of good quality buys in the summer. Okay, because we we are because you are saying now social needs to has a lot of work to do and everything. But you, I I feel the same thing that happened to. Uh, who is this Real Madrid coach now? Okay, Santi Santi Solari. The Santi yeah. effects might might happen to Sogja because I do feel so. I cost me personally. I feel Sogja might be the second coach in the history of football to be appointed interim coach, appointed permanent coach, and at the end of the season decides okay, this Manchester team is actually poor. I don't want to be associated with this team, and he just resigns or so he gets sacked because he've had uh, he has had ten matches now, seven draws. Seven losses, sorry, seven lo- losses, one draw, and just two wins out of ten games. Do you see um, so Sokja getting sacked even before next season comes? I'm not sure. No, I don't. I don't think that is a bad decision. Happen. Let's just let's sack him. He, he, he I don't. I don't think that is. I don't think that is going to happen. When they took over Denver, yeah. they were I think about ten points behind fourth place. Yeah, you get so whatever magic he, whatever whatever factor he, he used to pull them to be in contention. They have to. You have to give him credit for that. And also, but th- I think those, before, those things before, are not working listen, again. I think. I, I think. I, listen, listen. I think also before the the United board decided to make his deal permanent, yeah? They yeah. must have thought about the possibility that, okay, we're going to play Barcelona, we're probably going to get knocked out, and we're probably not going to finish in the top four. So I, I'm sure they must have considered that. So I, I think they are ready for that. So I think they will still give him a couple of, I don't see them sacking suck him at the end of the season because maybe they don't finish in the top four or for whatever reason. I don't see, I see them giving him, giving him his precision, giving him the players that he want them. We can start to judge him from there. You can't start judging him based on another man's work and because He's not producing the re- no, I don't I don't think it will be fair. I don't think they will do that. Okay, um, another team not producing results then. Arsenal. I I was shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> just three zero. I mean, can't you just can't you just stop? They lost to I think they lost to um who did they lose to last week and we that we bashed them. They the first the they, the they, they, they lost to Crystal Palace. Yeah. They lost they were trashed by wolves and now trashed by Leicester. Yeah. It's just it's just it's just embarrassing to guys. It's outrageous. It is it's appalling and to be fair, to be 
if you if you if you if you lose games like this, you don't deserve to be in the Champions League. Because let's face it, what do you want to go and do in the Champions League? How do you perform in the Champions League playing like this? You, you take this match Arsenal team and you, and you put them against the likes of Real Madrid, PSG, or, or Barcelona. It's going to be comical. We all know what Bayern Munich did to them on the regular five one five yeah. one five one. So if you if you, if you are losing a must win game against Leicester City, a must win game against Wolves, a, a must win game against Crystal Palace. And getting tra- getting considering three goals in each of those games, you are losing. You don't deserve to be in the Champions League. Now, let's face it. This is outrageous. I don't even know. I don't know where the fault is from. Whether it's Emery, whether it's the players. For me, as far as I'm concerned, everybody at that club <laughs> is responsible. I mean, the last Emery, Emery, Emery went ahead. You saw on this podcast last week when myself and Williams were complaining about Mustafi being shot. Emery went ahead and started Mustafi again. But it's, oh it's not, he didn't start Mustafi last week and you guys still lost. And this time he started okay. Mustafi. I don't think... He started, started Mustafi against Crystal Palace now. You know, he's just looking at, okay, two bad eggs and he's... I think you started Koshianli last week, and um, is it um, pa- um, Papa Socrates? Then- how do you how do you how do you play Napoli? And you cons- you play like them twice. You you keep a clean sheet in both games, and then you go and play Crystal Palace and play, and you concede three three goals each. They are not serious. They are not ready. They should not go to Champions League. They should remain in Europa. Yes. At, at, at this point, do you see Benfica beating uh, Arsenal at this point in the Europa League? Funny enough, I still see Arsenal going through. That's just the funny thing because that club is a very, 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 very funny club. You cannot predict them. When you think that, when you expect them to, to win, that's when they will lose. Everybody yeah. expected them to, to at least get a couple of points. Because Tottenham had lost. You know your main rivals, Manchester United and Chelsea are playing against each other. So just go, I don't know how you want to, to just dig a win out. But you can't. They can't. They lost. I, I still see them going through against Benfica, but it's a, it's a, it's a long shot. Yeah, um, we saw, I think I saw, I during that game, I saw the inexperience of uh, Mid- Midland now. I mean, getting a two two yellow cards in the first half. I think that was just that was just um, crazy. Um, getting a yellow card, then making another challenge in the space of um, fifteen minutes. It's it doesn't. Speak. He hasn't been the first thing for a while, so I don't know why he should make that kind of error. At least he should at least calm down. If he wants to get a red card, he should get in the second half, not stable. I think also the red card did cause us give us now issues, but doesn't reserve even we've seen bigger teams before before with the red better card, quality. Already, even yeah, before before the red card, they were already being overplayed. They were already being yeah. overrun. You could tell that it wasn't, I don't think the red card was was of any major difference. Yeah. Uh, it happens. You get all these type of yeah. things happen. He's not the first person to get. Gerard has gotten the red card immediately after coming in the second half, so it can happen. But okay. to be fair to him, he was not being offered enough protection by by Mkhitaryan. Yeah, I mean. The team is just shambolic and big. I'm tired of us now. Well, because I think they have a very um, huge role to play in this remaining two um, um, two weeks of two round of matches in the APL. Yeah, they, they go. They play go. Chelsea they go next. To, yeah, no, they, they play Chelsea. To, no, I okay. Think it's, it's they play City. City. They play Manchester City first, and they now play Chelsea. Yes. So they they have they they could decide who wins the who wins the who wins the league and also decide who gets top four. I think if if they get a three points um, against any of these two, it might the real one of either Man City winning the league or just getting top four. But I don't see personally. I see Man City doing the job against them, and I, I also don't see. Even if Chelsea lose, I also don't see it affecting Chelsea because every other team in that top four battle, like we said, 
are not trustworthy. You don't just trust them. We see, we saw Tottenham, we saw Tottenham, we saw Arsenal, we we seen Maya, we seen Chelsea. These teams are not trustworthy. So it's like all of them are helping each other. Who wants top four? Let me give you this one. Say I don't want to. Another one comes. Who wants top four? I don't think they are trustworthy enough. Um, even if like I said, they are no afraid one. of qualifying because they don't trust in their abilities to perform in that competition. So they yeah. rather not come. Um, but for Tottenham, they lost one zero um, in their new stadium. Is is yeah, are we going to see like this positive effect? Do we see them bottling the top four position, or do you think okay? Before- I don't, I know. I, I think I think they they've already just done. They barely just done enough because I think they're on seventy one point now. I think or 70, yes, I think seventy four points. How many points behind? How many points ahead of Chelsea? Three. Yeah, yeah, they are no, they are two points ahead of Chelsea and four. So I just Arsenal. I don't think I don't just think they will lose their next two games for Arsenal to overtake them. So I just I feel sports at home and dry. I think they will just they may finish fourth, but definitely in the top four. So okay. it's ready for the other three bad heads <laughs> to just find a way. But I don't see Man United going through. Shad. I, I I see it difficult. But Chelsea then Chelsea can go ahead to lose their next two. It, 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 I don't think that's going. I think out of yeah, these four teams, out of these four teams, I think the, the most consistent at the moment is even Chelsea. Out of these four teams, Chelsea has been consistent to, to a level. Liverpool played against Huddersfield, which I think was and it was just Huddersfield. Just, it was they, a, they, were, they were just there to participate, in my opinion. It was a routine win, a routine win. <laughs> I think the only thing I would like to talk about is just the three African players. Ourselves, Mane, Salah, Navigator, they, they all got the goals for Liverpool. I think Liverpool have, have really invested in getting the best talents out of Africa. And it's kind of shame because these key players are the ones that are really helping push their side. I think without without Mane and Salah in that team, it's just going to be it will it will be harder. If any if any of them gets injured at this moment now, for me, I don't I don't see Liverpool winning the league. But these players have been key to their success. What do you think? Yeah, very true, very, very true. And Salah Mane is on 20 goals. Already Salah on 21 goals. 21. Yeah, they are the two major marksmen along with Firmino and Van Dyke at the back. So I think they, they, they done well. Um, Africans and um, African players are representing well. Um, Keita is doing well. I think Abumayang is also in the race for Golden Boots. I mean, I think he's on 19 or so. Then you have yeah. um, you have uh, uh, this guy in Leicester City. What's his name? He's Nigerian. Okay. No, the Nigerian. In Leicester City? Yes. Um, in the yes, I I saw on Twitter that he has the highest number of interceptions in yeah. a, the highest number of tackles, highest yeah. number of tackles in in the Premier League. So again, they are they are doing well. It's it's good. It's good for Africa. It's good for African football. I just can't wait to see Nature's Cup when the season is over. Um, Klopp has been playing mind games recently. He started with um Man United when he said Manchester City. It doesn't say Man United influencing any chances of Manchester City. Um, winning the league in terms of it doesn't seem like he's stopping them. So he was trying to ginger up my United, which obviously didn't work. And he did the same thing against Burnley to, um, to the, um, that was the, yesterday, the day before when he said, um, if he was going to pick any team to go away and play, he would not like to pick Burnley because they know how to defend. They know how to sit back, sit back and attack when they need to attack and defend. And it obviously almost works today because we saw Manchester City playing a 1-0, just, just managed to get a, it, the three points they, they needed. So Klopp has been playing mind games recently. It, it kind of reminds me of what Salas Ferguson then needs to do with Astewenga or what Jose Mourinho then needs to do with Salas Ferguson. When they will play mind games with each other on who is going to win the league. So do you think Klopp's, <laughs> you think Klopp's think, mind games will, will, will eventually work or is just um, no, and, and 
and I've been saying it, I've been saying it right from time taker that Liverpool are not going to win the league, which is unfortunate because they are going to get 97 points. I see they're winning both their games. I've been saying yeah. since, and I also see City winning their both their remaining games. The toughest test for City will have was that period where they took on um, Tottenham at home, Manchester United in the derby away, and then Burnley. Klopp was right when he said if, if he's to pick in any team to play away, he's not going to pick Burnley because we all know how difficult it is to play in Burnley. The stadium yeah. is small, the fans are close to the pitch, the atmosphere is you get I watch yeah. I watch I think the last last thirty minutes of the of the City game. You get City could not just put the ball in the net again. It just felt like all those games where you knew something was going to happen and Burnley would just snatch a goal at death. You get so credit to City for just controlling the games and it was difficult, it was hard. At one point the Guardiola took off Aguero, brought in uh, 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 John Stones. Another yeah. point, he took off Sterling, Brunton, or Tamendi. You get those are not Guardiola like his substitutions. Yes, yeah, but but he just he just goes to show you that it's not easy. It's not easy. It was a difficult win because but but to be fair to City, they controlled the goal because Burnley had just two shot, two attempts on on target, zero yeah. shots on on two attempts at goal, zero shots on target. Yeah, but then. At the at the dying minute of the game, anything can happen. You get so you just yeah. did that as precaution. But I don't just see I, I don't just see City falling through now. It just it just yeah. goes to show the kind of quality that Manchester City and Liverpool have over um, this other top four teams. In fact, every every team in the Premier every team in the Premier League because I looked at the table today and I saw these bottom three teams, the likes of um, the likes of Huddersfield, Fulham, Cardiff. Those three teams have not picked up a single point against any of the top six teams, as in they've not even drawn. So it just shows that there's a very big quality uh, quality difference in the Premier League between these top six teams and the bottom down, the bottom teams. And there's a huge, a very huge difference between Manchester City and Liverpool and the rest of Chelsea. The top four. Yeah. Yes. Liverpool have lost just once all season. Yeah. And that's to Manchester City. In any other season, they should be champions because you don't get exactly. up to 91 points or 97, which yeah. I think they will hit and yeah. not be champions. It's just unfortunate that Manchester City are in equally good, good form because they got 100 points last season, yeah? And yeah. they'll probably get 98 this season, which is it's outrageous, Tega. How do you... It's crazy. 90, it's crazy. So, yeah, kudos to, to Guardiola, kudos to club. The competition is interesting to watch. It's very interesting to watch. It, it makes for good viewing. Um, Real Madrid, we saw Real Madrid this 90. They lost 1-0. Uh, let's, well, let's move to the La Liga. Now, Real Madrid lost 1-0. And you guys, yeah, I don't think... That's obviously won the league, which we started with. So uh, I don't think we've I don't think we've, we've hammered enough on on Barcelona win. Okay, actually, I, I, okay, I, 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 give, I give you the next two minutes to hammer on Barcelona's La Liga win. Yes, I want to hammer on the win because it's the eighth eighth title in eleven years. Yeah? yeah, so a lot of people are having this tendency to call it a farmers league or it's, it's not competitive enough. Okay. We're playing Barcelona have done that playing against the best team. And the biggest and the best team in the world in the person of Real Madrid. Real Madrid have 11, I'm sorry, 13 European Championship. Yeah? yeah. Champions League title. They've won the last three consecutive. Nobody has won back to back. They've won it three times. Yeah. And they are competing against that. Barcelona have been competing against that, that level of, of competition in La Liga. Yeah. They are also yeah. competing against Atletico that have won two Europa League in the last six years or so. They are competing against Sevilla that have 
that won three consecutive Europa League titles. So how do you compete against those people and win? And then you say it's not competitive enough. What kind of competition do you need again? But you know I, say? So, yeah. so, 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 to just rule off or to, for anybody that's just wanting to just rule out what Barcelona is doing and saying, ah, it's not, no, 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 it's not like that. The league is competitive because you have Real Madrid there. You had Ronaldo there. You get what I'm saying? They've yeah. won the last three Champions League titles. The last three, yes, eh? So but, don't just, the, 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 there's lots of competition. It's just that Barcelona have been very good. And all that Barcelona have been very good is just down to the brilliance of Lionel Messi because the guy has been consistent. Over a 38 league, 38 week season, he is going to be consistent in roughly 35, 36. You get, you hardly see Messi having an off day in the league. And maybe if, if he has an off day and he lose, he will always make up for it in the other game. So it's an, Outrageous achievement. It's an outrageous achievement. It's a very good one. Not, not, not to be, to be trivialized, please. I, I, I don't think me personally, I don't think I'm going to underrate like Barca's success or everything because I've seen, um, if, if, if it was that easy, Real Madrid should also be competing. Yes. Like we've seen, we've seen Real Madrid this season. They've been so, they've been so bad. Even Zidane had to leave at some point. I know Zidane won the league once. Then he had to leave because he saw that, okay, this team is not good enough for me to even compete. He could see the future, but now he's back to Real Madrid. So I feel Barca's um, achievement should not be underestimated, underestimated. But I feel the person that should be praised for all this achievement that Barca has gone through recently, and especially this season, is Lionel Messi. Because even without him, it, without him yesterday, Barca would not would not have been able to win that game. In my opinion, he was rested, and you no, know, there was nothing coming from Barcelona once he came into the pitch and he did his Lionel Messi magic, and he go just. <laughs> So, that guy is a magic shall Otega. Hey, that yeah. goal. The goal, <laughs> like, you, when, when, the thing is, everybody, everybody in the world going to a football match playing against Barcelona, expecting Messi to do something. You get the coaches yeah. over the, over the week before the game, the, the opposition coaches, they've prepared for their plan for him. They've told their defenders, this is how you stop him. This is how you don't show him your right foot, block him, do this. You get literally their whole defense is going to, just be drilled on how to limit the effect of Lionel Messi. But literally every week, he goes and he, 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 he outmaneuvers them, he outsmarts them. It's crazy. The goal yesterday was just interesting. I, I, I felt like it was fitting that he was the one to score the goal to, to get them the, the, the win. You get because, yeah. because they were just, they were, there was not just enough bite in, in Barcelona with, with Messi. And the, the past 10 years, because they won eight and 11, the past eight titles, Messi has literally been single-handedly responsible for them. So credit to him. It just goes to show his effect as the greatest player the world has ever seen. Okay. Uh, I'm sure Ronaldo fans will not agree with you, but that was another discussion. For it's, it, it is, yes. it's not up to them. Deep down in their hearts, they know Tega. Deep down, I'm sure you know. This, this, uh, this is a good time to, to jump into the um, Champions League. And Barcelona take on Liverpool. And I want to ask you, let's, let's start the topic by, I want to ask you this very honest um, question which I need to be objective with try as much as possible to be objective with this question. No, I'm always I'm always very objective. When it comes to Barcelona, you are always one sided. Okay, let, let me go let me go straight to the question now. In Barcelona's front three and Liverpool's front three, which which is better? Which is better? Yes. I would say Barcelona's front three that is Messi, Coutinho and Suarez. Uh, Suarez. Oh, are you putting Dembele in place of Coutinho? 
anyone, any anyone you go with is fine by me. Then, then we're talking about money, feminine, and Sarah. In this trip front three, which is better? <laughs> well, Tega, that's a very difficult question to it answer. It is not. It is not. It is not difficult to me because I actually know which is better. Is no, it's difficult. No, listen, listen. It's difficult to answer. You know why it's difficult to answer? Because why? Because because to 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 choose any 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 other team or any other aspect of the game that that involves Messi to choose and go against him is. It's 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 not it's, no. it doesn't just feel right. You know why it doesn't just saying, feel right? Because, I'm not saying because I'm not because, I'm not sweet. Because, because, I'm not saying that listen, Messi is not the listen, best player in the world. Or it's not the best player. I'm, no, no. I know I'm that, accepting I, that, but I'm saying I'm, as a front three. Okay, go on. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying because Messi on his own is equivalent. He is more than a person. You get, and you know what it does? It makes up for the the lack of efficiency of the other players. Okay, okay. And you know who I'll go with? I'll go with Barcelona. You know why I'll go with Barcelona? Why? Messi has Messi has 34 goals. Suarez, for all, whatever you want to say about Suarez, yes, I know he, 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 his form is up and down. He has 21 goals in the league. That okay. is the same number of goals that, that Salah has. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, plus, there's always this factor that Messi brings that the other three people combine. That's Mane, Salah, and Femino, they don't have. So you, I will always want to have a Lino Messi in my side. So if I'm to pick, I will pick the side that has Lino Messi. So that's why I say it's difficult to, 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 to well, say. Well, me, Plus, if, if, if we should start calculating, if we start calculating their goal, their goal return, calculate Femino, Salah, and this thing, calculate their assist and everything. I'm sure if you add it up, the difference is not going to be much. Either it's going to be like with one or two because Messi creates so many goals on his own and he creates so many assists. That's what I'm saying. It makes up for the deficiency of maybe Coutinho and, and Suarez. You get yeah. I can so see. I can see your. I can you see your. I can see your argument. I can see your argument there. But I feel in terms of dynamism, in terms of the way these players can change, the way they, their speed, the way they attack, attacking wise, I feel as a group, as a group, the front of Liverpool. Uh, it's better than the French of Barcelona. But Messi obviously makes up for the shortcomings of the other of the other ones and can produce a, a bit of magic here and there to to, to make uh, make the shortcomings of Suarez and the shortcomings of Coutinho or Dembele or any of the attacking players. Um, we will we, 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 Barcelona now can they combat Liverpool's front three in Camp Nou? Because obviously I feel Barcelona should be able to win in, in Camp Nou. But getting to Anfield might be a difficult thing because in Anfield, I expect it's going to be a, bit, a little, a little bit more trick, trickier for Barcelona, and I expect Liverpool to actually beat Barcelona in Anfield. But <laughs> no, no, I, I, it, no, seriously, I feel, I feel Liverpool. what you are saying is the truth. It's what every football fan would think is what every football person would say. Barcelona beats Liverpool at the Camp Nou. Uh, Liverpool beats uh, Barca at the Camp Nou. So we we'll see. But let me tell you what will happen. The yeah. score, the score line in the first leg is going to is going to effectively end the tie. I'm seeing a, a 3-0 victory for Barcelona. Yes. So it, yeah, it just depends on on how Liverpool can 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 defend it. That's the problem, I guess. That's that's the, that's the problem. And and Barcelona know. How hostile the Anfield atmosphere is going to be, so they will want to wrap it up in the first leg. And I've, I've been, I was doing the research over the, because me, I used to prefer when Baka played the second leg at home. At home, you get yeah. But I've, I've looked at our recent, uh, our, all our semi-final um, performances. We perform well and we qualify most times when we play 
our first leg at home. Our last qualification, what we got to the final, we played Bayern Munich, we beat them 3-0 at home. Yeah, effectively put the tie out. The other time we qualified, we played Real Madrid. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The other times where we've lost, we yeah. lost to Chelsea at, at Camp Nou, second leg. Yes. We lost to Inter Milan at Camp Nou after we lost the first leg. You get. Yeah. We lost to the year Bayern Munich trash us 3 0 at their home and 4 0 at our home. We played the second <laughs> leg at home. So it's difficult to say. So at the end of the day, Sha, I just still see Barcelona going through because of that, that, that messy factor. They, they will win and then Liverpool will, will go to Anfield and we want to chase the game and Barcelona will, you don't give Messi space. You get to, I yeah. just see Baka going through. Okay. Spoke. But it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be a difficult game. It's going to be a very interesting game. For the neutrals, it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be, the, the, they are already building the Van Dijk and Messi uh, build up. The yeah, they are he hasn't, Salah is in, yes, yes, yes. He hasn't been dribbled past. That is going to be interesting to watch. You have Mane who is playing like he's on drugs. You have Salah there. And of course, but there are doubts about Femino's fitness also, whether he's going yeah. to be fit for the game. And, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, but I just still see Barcelona going through. Yeah, I think I think Femino's fitness is going to impact the way Liverpool play. And obviously, Klopp has to decide who he plays, who he plays in his midfield. Whether it goes with Fabinho, Milna, with, uh, with Naldeum. And that's in Kaita. He has a lot of players to, to pick in that position. So who are the, the three he trusts in Camp Nou that can actually stifle Messi and hold that midfield against Barcelona? <laughs> that, that's going to be a very key battle. Um, I, when, I, when, I, when I hear you say it is like stifle, nobody nobody does that to Messi. Nobody does that. We, we shall see. Chelsea used to do when, Chelsea, Chelsea used to do it then when we had played Messi, than Messi Terry is and, not Listen, Messi is not that player anymore. That those days, all Messi had to do was score. Now, Messi for Messi to have an impact on the game, it, it does not necessarily have to score. He can take it fast and okay. to the halfway line. He saw the well, go against Man United and just well, there's a, one and well, three wait, just fast. There's, there's another game. There, we can we can not allow Messi all hour long, but there's another game in, in the Champions League now. Spurs versus Ajax, and I think there's a battle of, in my opinion, of two underdogs who are, who are always called, they've always been known as underdogs in Champions League, when they are playing in Champions League everybody knows them as, okay, and they, they are not expected to win, but um, they can put up a good fight, that's what we all say for, for Ajax, and, they, that, and that's what we all say for Tottenham too, and now they are both in the semi-final, and I think the problem with these two teams now, two teams, is that they both play as underdogs, but now one of them is obviously the favourite at the moment, and for me, I feel the favourite at the moment is Ajax, just because Tottenham have lots of injuries at the moment. I mean, there's no Kane, there's no Harry Winks, there's no Sissoko is a doubt for the game. Aurea is, there's no Aurea, there's no Lamela, and um, another player, son, is is out for the first leg. He will not play the first leg through suspension. So these key players asked for Tottenham, how does it affect their chances of actually getting the results in the first leg, Ajax? Their chances are slim, guys, to be honest. Plus, Ajax had this, their league took off, took a whole leave for them just to rest for this game. You get why Tottenham had to battle in the London derby against West Ham and also morale is good. Um, Hurricane is out. Son, their other hitman is out. So where do this score from, Lorenzi? It's going to be interesting to watch Utega. It's going to be very interesting. But I just still see Ayas edging through. 
But for, for sentimental reasons, do I want to I want to see him to win. Okay. Uh, Ajax now. This this little they okay, they always call them little players, little boys, they are small boys, they drunk, nearest, all these little players that they have, that we always call small boys. If if they uh, uh, if they are able to beat Tottenham, they always call Tottenham we all know Tottenham, they are going to bottle it in one way or the other. Either they bottle it in the semi final or they go to the Champions League final, totally collapse. I don't feel them winning the Champions League. Do you feel I am no 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 if, if, in the final? If they do if, is if, if we, I don't think it's, it's right we should start talking about that now because anything yeah. happens. Before, okay, yeah. that's true. But, that's... But, but, but if, if Tottenham do get to the final and, and they lose in whatever way, I don't think you we can qualify that as bottling. They've overachieved. Yeah. In the semi-finals for the first time, I, in, I think in a very long time I've been in their history. Yeah. They, they've done this while, while without getting any player in their squad from from both last year's summer and this year, this year's yeah. window, you get, and they still done it while trying to keep up with qualifying for the Champions League in through their league, taking third place, yeah? Yeah. So, and we should also throw in the, the lots of injuries that have happened to their team. Lots of their players have been injured. Harry Kane is going to injured. This is the second spell out. So, whatever it is that happened, I think they, they can they can hold their head up and say, yes, we've done a good job. If they get to the final, I don't think we can call it Brooklyn. Even now, say, they've tried. We get to be fair. They've tried. Yeah. They have a chance against IRC because it's for going to come, but the odds are just against them. But then again, Tega, we've seen we've seen what's things happening in football, so anything can happen. Personally, for personal reasons, I feel it will be easier. Since we'll talk about the final, I think I feel it will be easier for Barcelona to play Tottenham than it will be easier for us to play IRC. Because IRC, the players are young, depressed, they don't they don't get tired, guy. Then imagine a whole week's week, a whole week leave. You get they don't get tired, they run and they have a good idea of playing football. Plus, they've knocked out Real Madrid, they've knocked out Juventus, they've played Bayern Munich, and they they didn't lose all these games. The only game they lost was against Real Madrid at home. You get what I'm saying, Tiga? Yeah. So so it's, it's going to be very difficult. But an interesting game, and I will, I will watch it better. Well, are you you already you already counting your chickens that you're going to be Liverpool. Let's let, let's. Let, let's let's wait till the second leg before before you start to redress in your fi- in your final victory. I'm already saying we'll beat Liverpool. Me saying that we'll beat Liverpool. Don't mean we'll beat Liverpool. Right? Yeah. Uh, Liverpool are, are not sure. Like I said, it's going to be difficult. But because I'm a Barcelona fan and because I'm a Messi fan and I believe in him, I'm saying Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> um, Europa Europa League now. Chelsea is playing Frankfurt. Arsenal is playing Benfica. You obviously think Arsenal will. Make it through. So I feel you have the same opinion about Chelsea. So um, making it through in the semi final. Yeah, I do. I, I say, I say, Arsenal, Chelsea. Okay, let, let's address it. Let's address. Let's address an issue we we've talked about on the show before, um, which is racism. I think we brought it up in I think our first podcast together when we did the podcast. Um, over the weekend, Lazio fans brought in bananas to the pitch and had they literally had a huge. Signboard which says, um, Bakayoko, we brought these bananas for you. And it's, it's just crazy how that keeps happening. And Lazio came up with a statement, all these cliche statements. Okay, it's not our fault. It's a group of fans that do not have anything to do with the club or do not have anything to do with a passion of, to support Lazio. You know, just say all these cliche statements. I mean, this racism thing is getting out of hand in Italy, especially. And I think Bakayoko has is big. He's beginning to say, okay, I don't want to stay in Italy. Um, 
permanently because in January he was saying he wants to stay in AC Milan permanently because he's getting more chances to play there. He was winning man of the match and he has been on form in AC Milan. But because of this racism issue, he's kind of saying, okay, you know, he, he can't see himself playing in Italy. I mean, how can this be stopped? Because I think it happened to Kulebali the other time. Racism, racism is, is an issue that I have talked about talked about it a lot of times and I've talked about it a lot of times and and it's not it's not a funny topic because it doesn't just make sense. You get you see all these things happening and they are disgusting, they are disgraceful. We saw the issue with Kane earlier on. You get we we see it a lot and see and it's something that you know what I feel it's something that is not going to stop. I think I've said it before. Yeah. It's going to keep on there's there's no permanent fix to do it. There's no I don't or, or maybe I don't know. But clubs, but clubs, I think, I think clubs can do a, something to really stop it because, okay, in the Serie A, when okay, okay, Bali, so, so what can they do? What can they do? Okay, wait, in the Serie A, when it happened to Kolebali, the, the Italian FA finally, okay, said, okay, the refs, he gave the refs power to stop the match. Once they see a, a racial abuse being is happening and is prominent, like the one against Lazio, when it happened with Lazio and with Bakayoko. When it's become, when, they can, when did they happen? They can actually, they, they can actually. When did, when, when did they give the power? When did they give the rest? Immediately, you know, after that Kulebali backlash, when every Kulebali was there and every player started. When was when, when was this? that? Was I think that was that was two two months two months back or three months ago? That was February. Okay, since since then, Tega, since then, Tega, yeah. How many yeah. other racist? How many more racist incidents has have occurred? It's been happening. That's my point. It's happened. It's, it's, so 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 so. Have the referees have, have the referees ended the games because of that's that's that that, that 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 that's exactly my point. In, in I think in Italian in football in general and in, even in, Ita- in the Italian league they are not doing enough to actually help these black players because it's yeah I I agree with you when you say they they are not doing a lot enough to to help to help in Italian in the Italian league yes. But ultimately, ultimately, see, there's only so much you can do. See, the Italians, I don't yeah. know why they are, they, 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 they are, they are disgust for black people. It's just spoiling. It's just increasing of recent. Mm. You yeah. get, you can, you can put control measures. You can, but it's difficult to eradicate it totally. It's always going to happen. It's going, it's always going to show its ugly head. I don't know why, but it's going to happen. I, I mean, and they I, do. Can they do more? Can they do more? Maybe, but I don't know how. I think they should start. For me, I think they should start removing points when you are found. When when your problem, when your matter, is, oh, I, I mean, beat the first time. Okay, it should be fine. It's not this small small point they give people when they find that a player can go to club and spend the money in in, in, in less than one second. Find them heavily. If it keeps happening, start removing points. If you, if you remove nine points, it will affect the fans. If you remove not, not, um, not. Don't close the stadium. In fact, let this, them, let them be entering the stadium. Remove nine points from your, from, 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 from their league, for, and the dogs nine points. It's going to affect them because when they win three games, they say, okay, those three games are gone. They are starting afresh. So I think if they start docking points from these teams that I always found, that I always, I think Sterling said the same thing. Start removing points from these teams. If we keep on removing, if then this fans to sit up and okay, this is a serious issue and they need to change. Orientation wise, you need to change because I know it's a human issue. It's not a football issue, but clubs need to clubs need to start helping, and the FA needs to start helping these black players combat these issues. Let's talk about FA, the PFA, PFA player of the year. We saw 
Van Dyke was voted by the players as PFA Player of the Year and the FA Team of the Year, which was crazy to me. There was no edit. Okay, about the team, about the team, about the team. Yeah, I saw it when it came out, I think, on Thursday. The team was 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 nine over ten, correct for me. The only exception there, or the only problem there I had was was Pogba. But then, then it's difficult to put Eden Hazard in that position. When do we start? Wait, when do we start caring about tactical ability of of PFA team of the year? Hazard is supposed to be there. Remove Pogba. In fact, okay, even if we don't want to even put Hazard, let's say we don't want to put Hazard in that position. I mean, there are other players, Ericsson. I mean, midfielder. Yeah, I don't believe. I, anyway, it's crazy that Pogba is on that list. Though. I don't think it's crazy. Yeah, is the is the is the midfielder with the highest number of goals in the Premier League? I think he has the highest number of assists also in the Premier League. So why 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 should why should he not be the ahead of Harris? The only if, if no okay no if 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 Hazard is not going to be there, my own issue is that I think Hazard had has had a better better season. Because yeah. then. It's difficult to 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 replace Hazard with with Mane, especially considering the form that Mane is in now. He has twenty goals without penalties. You get his team yeah. is currently top of the league or battling for top. So yes. it's difficult because because that position that Mane plays is where Hazard plays. So it's difficult to say okay. So I can understand them putting Mane there. Obviously, Sterling at the other side and Aguero. They have no debates about that. Yes. But my my problem now is that that Pogba that Pogba. If we are not going to, I feel like Hazard should have replaced Pogba there. But then again, that's not where Hazard plays. But then again, like you said, when do we when do we start caring about the the, the position of we get? We've yeah. seen FIFA FIFA eleven where where they played maybe I think Sergio Ramos at left back and is a is a is a exactly exactly you get so yeah. so I feel I feel like it was not fair. It was not just fair on Hazard because if you check the, the, the stats of many of the the, the attacking um, the attacking uh, stats, statistics. Yeah. I think Hazard tops. He's on top, top top of of yes, yes, he's on top of all of them. Yes, except from he's on top of he's on top of a lot of them. But then again, if Hazard is not there, I think then then rightly Pogba should, should be there, not any other person. The only Pogba excuse, the, the only excuse I give um, these players that voted because I think the vote was done in um, February, and that was when Pogba was on this form. When that's that's when Soxley came to mind and they were on this initial Gragra form when they were winning games. And Pogba was scoring and diving and so I think that was when this boat was carried out. So everybody was just saying, okay, Pogba is on form, he's scoring goals, Manchester United are enjoying their football. Okay, both Pogba in both. That was when the boat was carried out. So that's when Pogba would give players the excuse of okay, Pogba was on form. But honestly, if you look at Pogba's season as a whole, he's been he's not be, he's not been up to standard in my opinion. Welcome to extra time uh Boris, Avengers and yeah. it, it's it's been the talk of the town. I mean one point two billion um, gross and it beats it beats um, infinity was by I think five hundred and two million lot. And me myself I've not actually watched any of the Avengers. So I took my time out today to start downloading one each one one by one side. I believe before we have the next podcast that watch every Avengers and I'll be able to like be more informed on this topic and actually go to and see the end game. I mean, how, how do you feel about the whole Avengers stuff that has been trending for a while now? Well, I saw it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, don't. In fact, I know nothing about Avengers, so. <laughs> we, we, we know that we, we've known that the movie was going to come. I think the, the last one, I think, was not last one. Infinity was or something it came, like it, it came out last year, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and I think I watched it. And when I watched it, I was like, wow, this movie is cool. I think 
personally, I've not really been a fan of, of Marvel. Like, I've not really been a fan. I don't really follow them on like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you get so. But I watched, I know I watched last one. I was very interested. And the way it ended, it ended, it ended the cliffhanger was so nice that okay, like, yeah. okay, when, when is the other one coming out? And then I heard it was this year and everything. So, so when it came out last week in the cinema and, and people that have gone to watch it, I, I've not seen any bad rating about it. It's three hours long. Three hours, every, exactly. Yeah. What do you do every, for three hours? Every, I don't know. Everybody that, everybody, everybody that has watched the movie, nobody has a bad thing to say. A lot of people yes. have rated it. Somebody rated it 11 over 10. Somebody said it's 10. Wow. Somebody said, somebody said she, when she finished watching it, she wanted to go and pay extra money to the cinema people. You wow. So I think from from the reviews, I've I've not seen anybody saying it has been overrated or the usual you, word that they use for. Yeah. So you I know, think it's going to be. I think I'll see it. I'll see it this week. I, I, I should make a time to see this week. Okay. Do you know how much a ticket costs? Because I was looking through Twitter and I saw someone's tweet where he put obviously everybody trying to brag that they are watching the end game. And I saw his his tweet and I saw three thousand naira on his on his ticket price. Is is is, is the ticket price that crazy for? For Avengers, uh, the price, the, the price. I don't know. I think in the bad one here, yeah, I think it's two five, two five. Yes, two five. Okay, two right. five. So I don't. Maybe it's depending on the person's location. I think you know, you know movies are relatively cheaper in the bad one. Yeah, to other others. Maybe in some state now it can be three thousand or three five or whatever the price. But in the bad one here, I think it's two five, and it will come down very soon. So. <laughs> but 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 from from everybody that has been saying because I think with with the two five you get popcorn and some other stuff so I think it, yeah. with every, everybody I've seen or everybody I've heard that talked about it they are all saying it is worth it it's good value for the money and plus it's three hours long normal movies are an hour plus if it's yeah. very long two hours so three hours watching with the way the last movie ended I I think it's going to be way 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 worth it. Yeah, um, Game of Thrones, something that we are familiar with and we, we've watched. I, I think I'm not a novice on this, on, on, on this particular one. Um, uh, how have you seen the season as a whole? Two episodes down, how have you seen the season? And what are your, what are your predictions to, to die in episode three that comes out maybe after this podcast? People who are listening to this podcast would have obviously have watched episode three. So, why are you like, okay, yeah, the, the episode three will be out probably by the time this episode's out. So, yeah. Game of Thrones, wow. What what can what can I say or what can I not say? The movie has been brilliant. I think this season has been slow, but yeah. expected. You get it has been expected. Is what is what we we, we 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 those of us that followed it from the beginning is what we, we expected. I have yeah. a feeling the episode three is going to be my favorite episode ever in, in the history of Game of Thrones. I don't know why, but the hype <laughs> is it's, it's the, the the battle between the battle for Winterfell. We get all all the major actors are in one place. Wait to yeah. fight the Night King. We get to see what the Night King. I, I, I just think <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, guy. I can't wait because we know a lot of people are going to die. I yeah. think Tom on the Giant is going to die. I think Brian is going to die. We think Podrick is going to die. Yeah. We think Missandei may die. I think Grey Worm. Grey Worm is yeah. And and I, I know the funny thing about them dying is that yeah. they may probably die and come back as white walkers. So it's That's crazy, exactly. I, I swear, it's just going to be heartbreaking to see. It's going to be an hour-long episode. And I think I saw I saw on their Game of Thrones of Shao, um, 
website on Twitter, their sharp page rather. Yeah. They posted that it took the, the longest battle ever. Yeah. Yeah, fifty five days to yes, film. To film it, Imagine yeah. filming something you want to show for one hour for fifty one hour thirty days. minutes. Yeah. Yes. No, it's it's one hour. I think. No, you know this this is going to be episode three is going to be the longest episode ever in Game of Thrones history. I'm thinking it's one hour thirty minutes. Are you sure? Because yes, I, saw, I'm I saw, I saw, I saw. I'm certain. Yeah, one hour twenty something, or one hour eighteen minutes, or one hour twenty minutes, something around. Yeah, I thought. Okay. So, so imagine, imagine shooting something for fifty-five nights just to you get so. Yeah. You, we talked last time, and you were saying that you are not sure that we're going to be done with the Night King by the end of this episode, and I think, yeah. I, I think, I think you are wrong there. I think this this episode is going to just be the end of the whole. Ninth King ish, but then again, I would not be surprised if it prolongs till next next episode because yeah. boy, I can't, you know, the, the most interesting thing is that nobody can predict what's going to happen. What's what, going to all happen? These I'm saying are just BS because when we come now, we may see John Snow just die. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tragic. Well, well, to hear to hear more to hear more on uh, Game of Thrones, we do we do a recap on the Vin Center podcast every. Every episode that comes out, we do a recap of the episode. So to hear more about that, Edmond, thanks for joining me on the show. Do you have anything you would like to promote or talk about um, personally going on with you? Personally going on with me or promote? Promote? No, I don't have anything to promote from now, but something something is in the works. I think very soon, so we'll be we'll be doing that. But personally, um, no, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm always grateful because <laughs> life, life. I, I, I'm always. I mean, I'm a kind of person that likes to enjoy the moment. Most times, I feel yeah. like I don't want to enjoy the moment so well because we are always hoping. We're always, we're always looking for. We're always searching for something yes. better. Most of the time, you get whether it's money, financial, or relationship, or yeah. you get. We always want to better ourselves, which is which is right, which is good, which is not normal human thing, but. In in the process whereby we are trying to do that, most of most of us fail to actually step back for a bit and just enjoy the moment that we are currently. Because at the point in our lives, it was it was a point we wanted to get to. We get so yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. I know my life right now is not the way I want it to be, or it's not the way I planned that it was going to be at at, at a certain point. But I'm yeah. still enjoying it and still so I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. So my, my message or my or what I want to say at the end of all this my many, many talk is that we should try to 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 enjoy the moment as much as we can because whatever it is that we're going through is not going to last forever. Whatever I, I think that's I should stop. <laughs> yeah. Well um Edmund uh, Professor Edmund, thanks for the wise talk. I mean I wanted to say I wanted to say something else. Uh, after after you are finished speaking, but I mean, I could. I, there's no way I can better your ending speech, so I should just give up at, the, at, at this juncture. Um, thanks for on, on the show today. Uh, this is, this is